0: Welcome to the Own Your Hustle podcast. My name is Ruby Lee. I'm a side hustle coach, entrepreneur, and all the energy you need to turn your idea into freedom. Here's a little something about me. I was once nearly fired for having a side hustle, and today I dedicate my life and business to enabling early-stage entrepreneurs everywhere to create options in their career and abundance on their own terms, some while still balancing a day job. Side hustlers are the future of work, and I am unapologetic for our ambition. From working through your hundred ideas to creating a successful sideline business, I'll share my own experiences, practical tips, and help you crush through those mindset blockers. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. What is up Own Your Hustle family? I've had such a fun week. It's been really busy because I've had my girlfriend here from Finland and we've just had such an amazing time visiting all things The Orange County has to offer. So we've been going to bars and restaurants and drives and walks and shopping, like all the things that you can imagine what two old friends get up to. But I've also been launching Amplify, my 10-week group coaching program. And oh, it's just been such an experience, lots of ups and also lots of downs with every single launch. You know, for those of you that have been in the online coaching world or dipping your toes in, It's completely normal to have ebbs and flows within a launch period. And every time I do a big launch like this, it always just feels like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? And then the next minute I'm like, it's awesome. I'm so excited. (laughs) I know. Hopefully some of you guys can relate to that as well. But one of the cool things that just sort of came to me and that I was extremely inspired by during this launch was speaking to all of you who have said to me, you know, I really want to save up and be a part of this group course. And right now it's just not the right time to invest. And then I've had others of you really asking me quite pointed questions about aspects of growing your online business. Now, one of the realizations I came through and came to, sorry, is the way that I service and help and serve you guys out there as early stage entrepreneurs is really in a three- part, uh, series, right? So the first is going to be for those of you who are going from idea to launch, you have a million ideas, or you have a couple of ideas and you're wanting to hone in on that. And launch a business. So, for those of you guys in that category, you are like my first stage, early starters, very, very new side hustlers. And I have so much content that is lining up for you guys. And also, if you're new to the podcast, go back and have a binge. It is not unlike uh, this Own Your Hustle tribe to not binge on the Own Your Hustle content. So, go ahead and do that. And if you need suggestions, then just reach out to me on Instagram. Secondly, I love working with those of you who have launched your business but you're taking it from launch to income. So now it's really about working out how you gain your pace. What sort of uh, strategies have you got in place to consistently earn 5K months, 10K months, and almost create something that is so stable without needing to feel this feast or famine strategy or feast or famine um, mindset where one month you might have an amazing month and then another month you might have absolutely nothing and you just hear crickets from your tribe. This is something that I'm passionate about and helping you eliminate and move through. And then thirdly, I work with those of you who, have, who are keen to go from income to company. And what I mean by this is you're able to wholeheartedly quit your day job, go fully into your company, start growing it, start to actually scale it and you know take your income levels from five-figure months to consistent multiple five-figure months and beyond. So with these three categories in mind, you know I've been... I'm so passionate about looking at how my business is structured. There's a lot of realignment happening on the inside. Michael and I are sitting down, really looking at how we're scoping out the rest of 2019 and beyond. And there's so much exciting stuff coming up for any one of you that are sitting in those three main categories. But one of the things I wanted to share was I did actually do and uh, a three-part free series over on the Own Your Hustle fan page or business page uh, on Facebook. And every single day that I showed up, it was. Incredible to hear from those of you who watched it live and who had very different and unique takeaways. But on day 1, we really talked about how to start amping up your side hustle to turn up the voltage and to become someone who is not just, you know, a holder of a small side hustle, but someone who's actually truly ready to grow and to start being serious, playing bigger, going to the boundary and stepping over that space where you felt unsafe and fearful. Uh, The day two training was all about sales planning and helping you guys understand how you consistently get income. It's basically through making sure you have a solid sales plan with diversified offers. And in day three, we're talking about scaling, growing your business so that it is reflective of the dreams, goals, and desires that you have for yourself, whether it's similar to mine where I wanted to travel the world and work, or whether you're just wanting to not have to go to a nine to five five and have more time with the family and things that you treasure and love the most in this amazing life we have. So go and check out the three-part series. It's free. It's called Turn Up the Voltage, Turn Up the Income. And I'll leave the link below to all three days for you to go and dive into. And I'd love to hear some feedback from you guys as you go through that. It has had, over, I think now, almost 3,000, 4,000 views in total. It's just so cool to see how much it's been consumed. And I'd love for those of you guys that haven't, seen it to, you know, jump in, spend a good couple of hours this week and nourish your side hustle souls. So with all of that being said, I am so pumped for today's episode from time to time. I ask my Instagram family, which is really an after the show platform. So for those of you that love the own your hustle podcast, you must come over to the Instagram family. That is my Instagram page underscore Ruby Lee underscore. And I extend out an invitation to you guys from time to time to ask me questions so I can feature you on the podcast. I love bringing your voices to life. I love being able to answer your questions through this medium. And the reason why I love doing this is because so many of you find your kindred spirits through this podcast. You know, you're able to sort of go, oh my gosh, like what Kendall said is exactly how I feel. What Chris was mentioning is exactly where I'm at. What Renee is going through is, you know, typically something that I would never, ever talk about with anybody else. And this is what I love to do in this tribe to really, you know, hold up a torchlight, a mirror, a spotlight, however you want to describe it on how similar we all are in our journeys. So without further ado, let's jump into our very first question.
1: Hey Ruby, this is Lydia from Career for Years, my career navigation side hustle. I listened to and loved your own Your Hustle Q&A podcast in April and wanted to jump on board. My question for you is, what advice would you or do you give to the early stage entrepreneurs around help? So much of our learning comes from struggling with a problem that's outside of our comfort zone until we've worked it out. But of course, that comes at a time cost. What tips do you have for knowing when to send out the SOS that will help move a business forward? Thanks.
0: Thank you so much for your question, Lydia. This is what I refer to as the zone of genius exercise. Many of us, when we're starting out in our side hustles, we feel we have to do every single task to run a business. And it's no wonder it takes us so long to actually start earning, finding flow and moving the needle in our own hustles. So here's how the exercise goes. Write down the aspects of your hustle that you are amazing at And love. You know, you can be amazing at something, but not love doing it anymore. Then I want you to write down the aspects of your hustle that you don't love, but you know needs to get done. It's the non-negotiables in actually running a business. This list becomes the navigator to what helps you move the needle and save time on opportunity cost. Okay. So here's an example. I love to be front and center creating content and sharing my energy with the world. I could spend all day podcasting, live streaming, storytelling, writing posts, like that is just who I am. I've always really, really loved that aspect. And there is absolutely no way in hell I would ever want to outsource that side to my business. I also know that I really dislike designing workbooks. Oh my gosh. I will write the content for the workbooks. No problems. I will write it into notes. I need someone to just help me design it. And I also don't like pulling together images and graphics for my website or my programs or my launches. I don't mind taking my selfies and my photos for the programs itself, but I just need someone to help me design it and pull it together as a beautiful designed piece, right? I also don't enjoy scheduling. I hate it. I hate needing to reschedule appointments and, you know, when my clients need to move meetings around, I'm like, "Oh, not because I don't understand that things move. I just don't like the process of looking at my diary and when I can fit someone else in at another time. And the other aspect I really dislike is administration. I don't like to reset passwords or when my clients message me saying, you know, Hey, Rubes, like for some reason, like this course is just not working or it's locked. And it could have been because the link that we sent out has expired and we sent out another link, but they might not have seen it. And it's just that all that follow up when it comes to like email management and admin. So with that list, right, like this is what gave me a bit of an insight, actually a huge insight into what and where I needed help and what I could have eliminated outsourced or automated. So in terms of automating, I automated my calendar. I use programs like Calendly to help me uh, actually schedule in my meetings. If my clients needed to reschedule, it was all self-service. They could reschedule because my calendar would be open to them and they could see where I was free. So that is no longer a worry for me whatsoever. In terms of outsourcing, I was able to hire my first ever VA, which I'll talk about in just a second and eliminating. So I realised I didn't need to do a whole bunch of tasks in my business because it wasn't actually making a huge difference. And for all of you guys that are perfectionists out there, I'm guessing that there's a bit on that eliminate list that you could probably start to action right away. Now, when it comes to outsourcing, it doesn't need to be super expensive either. My first VA was an upwork hire and I hired her for $5 USD per hour. Now for that amount, I was able to get a lot of admin done, a lot of report. Done, a lot of data collation done, um, so much stuff like letting people into the Own Your Hustle membership and understanding from them why they joined the membership. And they would put together, my VA would put together a bit of a report at the end of the month with what was trending and what the keywords were. Plus, she was also doing uh, email management for me and diary management. I hired my now badass VA, shout out Sophie from Sophie Co Group. Uh, four months ago to help me with the list that didn't vibe with me and the best part is I found Sophie who's also a graphic designer and was just a gun at everything else that I needed help with so that list that just did not vibe with me and that I absolutely just ugh like felt so sick of doing every single day was something that actually turned Sophie on it pushed all of her buttons and she just loved every single aspect I I was so honest with her in our first interview I said, you know, so like this is, these are the things that I just really dislike. And she's like, oh my God, I love that. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, that's easy. And she would suggest ways of doing it, which was obviously, you know, also extremely productive as well. P.S. Interview with my VA is coming up this week. So hang tight. I also encourage you to look at look at it from an abundance mindset. Okay guys, like the more you eliminate the tasks that take you away from your zone of genius, the more you're able to earn and grow and be seen in your business in flow. So I hope this helps Lydia and the rest of you out there. Let's jump into our next question.
1: Hey, Ruby. Um, I just wanted to put in a question for you, for your podcast. Um, I am in the very early stages of my business, and I'm just really struggling because I'm passionate about all the things. So I know I need to niche down. I know I need to focus. um, I really need to monetize as well, though. So it's a mixture of what am I really passionate about? How can I make money off it? And how can I kind of pull everything together? um, because I love so many things.
0: This question is from Erica from at the dream co on Instagram, shout out New Zealand. I love you. And oh my goodness, Erica, I love all the things too. Can I just tell you, I used to have a YouTube channel talking about reviewing baby products. Not even kidding. I wanted to recruit for tech companies. I wanted to be a judge for VC competitions. I wanted to be a resume coach, a business coach, a speaker, help graduates, help retirees, help not lost nine to fivers. Oh my gosh. I have been there. All the things syndrome is what I'm calling it can sometimes spur on more procrastination than you realize. It's like you have all of the burners on the cooktop on and on high heat. And instead of cooking more faster, you're just burning the shit out of everything you've wanted to cook and you've had to start all over again. And repurchase your ingredients all over again. And that's just how it is, right? This all the things syndrome. Sometimes if you're not fully able to focus, niche down and control it, that's where we often feel super frustrated and you don't ever feel like you're getting anywhere. Do you feel me? So here's my advice. Start with the one core thing, the main dish, if you like, focus on that. And the sides will come together as part of that process. So how do you decide what the core thing is, Ruby? Tell me right now. Okay, here is an example. You want to help entrepreneurs with their digital marketing. You're also passionate about mindset work and you're studying to be an NLP coach, right? The core in this case and this example is digital marketing services for entrepreneurs. So you're going to have hustlers who are hungry for this type of service and they will be attracted to your core offer. So whether you are organically sharing that or putting that out via Facebook ads or whatever your strategy is to be seen and known as an expert authority in that field, but what helps set you apart from other digital marketing agencies is your vibe around mindset and your skills within the NLP space that helps you to be seen and heard in a different way. Effectively, your ideal client is someone who needs help help with digital marketing, but is also really fascinated with what NLP has to offer, the way that you help them to write a better sales page or the way that you coach them to create, you know, better conversations to help them convert their clients. So remember to focus on what your main dish is and the sides are potentially what you're talking about in your content. So consistently showing up to say, Hey, I'm a digital marketer, But I'm also someone who is really passionate about uh, the successful mindset of entrepreneurs. And also I'm here to show you some methods in which I've learned whilst doing NLP coaching. Essentially, this is what is going to attract all the right clients to you and your business. I hope that helps, Erica.
1: Hey, Ruby, Maxine, CEO of Pick My Brain here, wanting to leave you a question for your podcast. And my question is all about content organization and whether you have a master calendar for um, your content plans for the month, how you organize going live, how you organize building mini masterminds, how you repurpose and store that content for later use or current use, um, how far you plan in advance, um, whether you schedule per day or per month or per year. You are a content master and I would love any insight as to how you organize your brilliant content that you drop to all us up and coming side hustlers. Thank you for the opportunity for letting us leave questions. Oh my gosh,
0: Maxine, I love you so much. Thank you so much and shout out to Canada. That is CEO underscore of underscore pick my brain, Maxine Cunningham. Firstly, babe, thank you for that awesome compliment. I do love myself some content. In fact, I know I'm a content junkie, which is a great thing, but also in the early days became a problem because my content was extremely scattered. It wasn't strategic and it was just very all over the shop, perhaps a reflection of how crazy my mind is sometimes. Now I have reams and reams and reams of content. And in the early days, I just didn't know how to set a content strategy. I would throw things out on the internet and hoped that it would stick. You know, some did and it got like thousands and thousands of views. And let's just say some bits of content didn't even make it to a surface to stick. It just dissolved midair. <laughs> Nobody knows where it went, you know? So, okay, here it goes. If you are someone who is full of ideas, a la Ruby Lee vibe, like me, create a content plan. This will keep you on track and accountable to how you show up. If you are someone who needs to focus and tune into your message and you have a process and you wanna have quiet time, guess what? Create a content plan. This will help you keep on track and show up. <laughs> I know, such a smart ass, such a smart ass response. I now have a badass content plan. It's based on my launches and my messaging for any upcoming events or any focus areas that I wanna bring up to the tribe. You know, it's still run off a Google Calendar and Google Sheets, and I have a process also for repurposing which I ensure is kept native to each platform. Now I could run an entire masterclass on this topic and PS, I might be running it in my VIP membership group. If the members vote on it, I will keep you guys posted, but here's my advice. If you are really wanting to work out how to start a content plan and how to start actually thinking about it in a more strategic way. So grab yourself a notepad and let's get brainstorming. There's a few questions I'm going to throw at you right now. Feel free to go back and pause and write these questions down. Okay. One, who are the types of clients that you are here to serve? Two, what stages are they at? Three, what are their pain points? Four, what launches do you have coming up to serve their pain points? Five, What will you share to earn their trust? Six. How can you link their challenges with what you have to offer? Seven. How often would you like to post? Eight. Where would you like to post? Nine. How can you repurpose natively on each platform? Ten. Who can you hire or what platforms can you look into to help you get your message out there even more? Essentially, when you are thinking about content planning and thinking about how you're linking that to your sales plan, to your launches, to ways in which you can grow your business and to effectively communicate your message to those out there who you are serving in the world, it comes back to these 10 points. So I hope this is helpful for you, Max, and a whole bunch of you out there listening in on this podcast episode. If you found this episode useful, I would so appreciate appreciate you if you could please rate the Own Your Hustle podcast and also leave a little review. It means the absolute world to me because I'm able to get the message out there even more to reach even more people out there in audio land. And I would love it if you could take a screenshot of this episode and share it on Instagram and on your networks. Be sure to tag me as well. And I Keep an eye out for future Q and A's. If you love this episode, then let me know. Send me a DM. Last time I did this back in April, I got so many messages from you guys just saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I have a feeling this is gonna be a thing, right? Let's make this a regular thing. And as I mentioned earlier, all the after the show action happens on Instagram and I'll go live in a couple of days to talk about this episode and to also answer any of your follow-up questions. Thank you for joining me today and I love you guys so much. Appreciate all of your incredible feedback and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day and week and say it with me now. Remember that you can absolutely own your hustle. Mwah!